This episode is brought to you by the book, Dare to Scale, How to Grow Your Business Gracefully. The book is written for the courageous business owner, the entrepreneur, you. Visit daretoscale.com books now to get your paperback, ebook, or audiobook copy today. I'll Do It Now comes down to a disciplined choice. And that disciplined choice is really acting on what you want. So the important thing is working on what you want over what you feel like doing. Hello, you are listening to the Dare to Scale show with me, Evan. And me, Varsha. This show is about all things scaling, scaling your business, your journey, and you. You are here because you dare to dream, dared to dream big. So sit back and enjoy the conversation, or perhaps even join in. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode. I'm Evan, and today's going to be a monologue based on an expression I heard many, many years ago, and that is, I'll do it now. I'll do it now. In today's parlance, that means taking action. And I'm talking about this because every now and then, I think we all find that we end up with a a sense of overwhelm, maybe too many things to be done. And maybe it is really just a matter of sorting out the the priorities. So to get away from that sense of overwhelm, feeling stuck or, or experiencing decision fatigue or waking up in the middle of the night, totally write it down and make a list. But making a list in and of itself is not always the best way to approach what needs to be done. So like I say, write it down, use pen and paper, not electronic. At least I find what works for me is writing it down on paper because it helps clarify my thoughts. It also sometimes reveals what I do and don't know about a subject. So it can help identify additional tasks or additional pieces that need to be addressed. And the two most effective ways of dealing with the priority, if you will, is the Ivy Lee method, which is where the night before you list down your top six tasks that need to be done in order. And the following day, you come in and that's all you focus on in that order. Number one, two, three, four, five, six. Warren Buffett has a similar kind of approach, and that is his 25 slash five, which is, again, day before, write down all 25 of the, the top things that are on your mind that need to be done. Select your top five and the following day, in order, start with those get those five things done. The thing is, it's a matter of sticking to it. And this is where a whole different discussion about distraction comes in. But let me just put it this way. I'll do it now comes down to a disciplined choice. And that disciplined choice is really acting on what you want. So the important thing is working on what you want over what you feel like doing. And I'm totally guilty of that, especially if I'm doing some work on the weekend. I'll I'll find all sorts of reasons to not do things. But that discipline choice also helps to guide into that space. I'll do it now. And you know what? There's there's a five-second rule, and I'm not talking about dropping food on the floor. I'm talking about Mel Robbins. She has a wonderful TED Talk where if you get the inspiration or the inclination to do a task, and particularly if it's it's one of these things on your your to-do list, If you don't take action and start moving within five seconds, it's lost. So with that in mind, I'll do it helps me. It's just like a a war cry, if you will. It helps me choose the disciplined choice. 
And why is that important? Because when you start doing stuff and actually finish it, then other little pieces come into play, which is like done is better than perfect. It's something we say in dare to scale, excellence of the day, excellence of the moment. So it's about excellence, not perfection. So done is better than perfect. In fact, I think Sheryl Sandberg was one of the one of the people who's who's used that quote before. And interestingly, success comes before confidence as well. So the more you do and get done, the more confident you feel. And that's when you, because you've got stuff done, is when when people say, you know what, I felt so productive today because you've got stuff done. You've made a disciplined choice and you've moved forward. So all of that is absolutely fantastic. And interestingly, I, I really have to share this as well. Consider this too. It's better to be prolific than perfect. And I think it was Joe Polish who actually said that. Now, interestingly, there was a, an excerpt, and I think this is from Ben Hardy. He'd, he'd quoted this somewhere. It's from a book, Art and Fear, by David Bales and Ted Orland. And the quote is, it goes like this. And it's about a ceramic class, right? people doing pottery. So the works of highest quality were all produced by the group being graded for quantity. It seems that while the quantity group was busily churning out piles of work and learning from their mistakes, the quality group had sat theorizing about perfection and in the end had little more to show for their efforts than grandiose theories and a pile of dead clay. So consider that. The quantity group churned out piles of work learned from their mistakes, and in the end, produced the best quality. Whereas the group being judged for quality had a bunch of theories, but nothing to show for it. And you know what? I've been there, done that. <laughs> so food for thought, food for thought. Anyway, so the Ivy Lee method and the Warren Buffett methods, and, you know, list top five, top six discipline choices. That's, that's really great for the stuff that we know. What about the stuff that we don't know? That's interesting. And that's otherwise known as getting out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I, I, I often laugh when I, when I think, oh, you know, what could go wrong? And you overthink things. And, you know, the one day I actually sat down and said, you know what, what are the fears that we are actually born with or that, that are innate to, to us humans? And there's a couple of articles. And one of them is there's a fear of falling. And there's a fear of loud noises. And both of those are survival uh, warnings, if you will, fears or warnings. Everything else is rational or irrational, as the case may be. So a fear of failure, of judgment, all of those things are nothing. It's false evidence. Okay? And there's an acronym, right? Acronym, right? Fear, false evidence appearing real. So for new stuff, so the stuff that we don't know, what stops us? It's maybe that void of, of, of not knowing, but then there's, there's also the, the fears, and we know that those are not real. So what do you do? You actually push through. Now, the fact that I'm on a podcast recording something, and the fact that you know, there's been a bunch of LinkedIn Lives and, and other things that we've done in the company, these kind of things have pushed me well beyond my comfort zone. But I know there's nothing to fear. And you know what? The mistakes I make, so what? It's all relatable. It makes us authentic, right? So with your comfort zone, what do you do? You push through. Why? Well, let's think. It, it puts you into a growth zone, but it gives you, I don't know, more of an adaptability quotient, if you will. So you can actually pivot and do more things. Obviously, you, you have growth and experience that you can share with others. And again, taking action leads to confidence. Okay? Getting stuff done leads to confidence. 
And what I found helps me in that in getting out of that comfort zone is discovering more about the subject without paralysis of analysis. So just learning more and making a plan. Consider how you activate that plan. Consider you've got 100 steps, right? You're not looking at all 100 steps. What you're doing is you're looking at the next one. Another analogy would be like driving in a, depending on what your region, driving in a snowstorm or a sandstorm or, or through fog, heavy fog. You drive to the conditions and you drive to, to what you can see ahead of you, right? But you are moving, you keep moving. And again, that action leads to confidence. And when everything clears up, you can then speed up. So as you get more proficient, you can then start doing these things faster. But you've got a new growth and you've got a new experience and you, you, you know, you, there's more that you can then share with everybody. But it's about keeping moving. Do something. So here's the thing. The fear is not real. And even though I get nervous, I've actually learned to change that into excitement. Doing something new, making some mistakes, but getting better at it. And then I remember, you know, as a kid, learning to ride a bicycle. Did any of us actually know fear? No, absolutely not. Did we fall? Yep. <laughs> I've actually got a couple of injuries from falling off bikes when I was younger. So did it stop us riding a bike as a kid? No. So how about looking at it like this? Rather than saying a flat no because of an unreal fear to get out of a comfort zone, maybe say, let me consider it. Because that opens up possibilities. And that will then help you get it done now. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you at the next episode. Take care. Thank you for joining us and for listening all the way through. To get the show notes, the transcription, and of course, to subscribe, visit daretoscale.fm. The success of the show is thanks to you. So please keep the five-star reviews coming. Remember to share this with your network and keep the community expanding. We'll catch you at our next episode. And in the meantime, keep daring and keep growing.